Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points podcast. Cousin Sal coming to you. Happy Friday morning. Joining me as always, spaghetti and meatballs. We're fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess. And my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek. Martin Weiss. Wow, what? There's so much to celebrate. The biggest news of all, though, FanDuel, guys, live in New York tomorrow, 9 a.m. Eastern. I may have to move back. I've been out here, I think, almost 25 years, but this is, I've been looking for a reason. This is good enough. I'm going back. This, this is a big, uh, this is big for the Weiss family. Over Thanksgiving, my sister saw me gambling on various games, and, mm-hmm. you know, she lives in Brooklyn now, so. So, you know, she's excited to play all these, you know, all these incredible FanDuel promos. You know, if, you know, this Same guy game. scores Parlays. one bucket. Yeah. 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 yeah now we this. know. Now we know where Antonio Brown was in such a rush to get to the other day. He <laughs> That's was getting true. out of New Jersey. He had to get through the tunnel, right? Right. He threw off his old jersey, left New Jersey, and, yes, had to get through the tunnel, even though it is um, legal in uh, New Jersey. Maybe he wasn't uh, aware right. of that. We'll, we'll get okay. to uh, we'll Antonio right. Brown. Never mind. Well, you can't explain what's going on in his mind, Sal. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I want to talk about Antonio. I want to talk about the uh, big five or six games that are coming up this uh NFL Sunday and Saturday. They uh, shoved two Saturday games on our faces. Don't really mean anything, but uh, will mean something to us. I mean, my God, maybe they just put them in there for the New York fans who can now bet on football in New York. That's uh, a lot of fun. But we have our own thing going, extrapoints.com slash arcade. Lots of fun. This week, four contests up. The NFL Pick'em Contest, the NFL Prop Contest, the January Prop Quiz. We have a college football championship prop contest, all free. And there's a nice prize in it for you if you win. I'll, let me recap the uh, Week 17 winners. The Pick'em Contest, Mark Trost, 13 uh, wins. Good job by you. You get a gold hat. December Prop Culture, Joel Solomon, 9 right. He gets a gold hat. And the Prop Quiz, Martin Weiss, 6 right. He gets a gold hat. Now we all have one, Shaq. And this is hundreds of people we're competing against. And Martin wins. We all have gold hats, isn't that something? Participation trophies, fat gold hats for winners only. That's like right. It. Now, Martin, I'm worried that this gold hat is not cool enough for you. You're going to have to turn it inside out or cut off half the Listen. lid or something. I don't know. Listen, Sal, when you yeah. get something like the gold hat from Extra Points, mm-hmm. you just got to make it work, baby. You just okay. got to make it happen. <laughs> You're going to do it? All right, oh, I can't yeah. wait to Marty see. Marty Weiss that. doesn't wear baseball caps, do you? That's not true. I'm trying I've to think of ba- the last time I've seen you in a ball cap. I've worn a baseball cap on this very show, sitting Which next one was to it? you on a couch. Okay, was I'm just it Detroit? To think of it. Tigers? No, I can't no. even remember. No, it's like a, I have a hat with like a teddy bear on the front of it. It's a polo All right. hat. We are waiting anxiously now, coming up in a few minutes, our NIL legend. We gave him a few bucks in the beginning of the year to spread our name around, and we're doing the same with his great name, Arkansas linebacker Bumper Pool. He's going to announce his decision. Will he stay at the University of Arkansas or will he go pro? I'm surprised ESPN isn't covering this. What do you guys think he does? Do you think he's going pro, Dave, or sticking around for now? I want to fly to New York and, and make a wager on what I think he's going to do. Ooh. I think Bumper. I think Bumper is lined up. He is. If the Cowboys are not primed to win the Lombardi in Super Bowl Fifty Six, perhaps Bumper Pool proves to be the finishing piece in Fifty Seven. I could see that. I could see that. Martin, what's your thought? You're saying he's, so Sheck thinks he's skedaddling. 
Yep, it's time to go. It's time to go. Let's go to the combine and let's get paid, Bumper. Let's get out of here. I understand you got your little NIL, but it's time to go get the real big bucks. By the way, second team SEC, 125 tackles. Second team SEC should do it, right, Shaq? I don't know. All those guys. You got all every, every SEC player makes it. First team I, SEC, second team SEC should be good enough. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I hate to play the game that every fan base plays when any guy of note makes himself available. And I guess we'll see what Bumper decides to do here. But, um, you know, there is a team on the banks of the Three Rivers that could use the oh. services of a middle linebacker, an inside linebacker, a sure tackler. So, Bumper, I know your dream is to wear the star in your helmet. How about mm. One that only wears a logo on one side of the hat. You know? All right, we'll be pointing out our, our individual hats as he comes. Oh, look, he's in the waiting room. All right, let's let him in. He rang in the new year by ringing Sean Clifford's bell. That's right, one of the biggest hits of all the college football bowl season. Our extra points, NIL athlete, and the best name in all of college football. We didn't even need a playoff to decide that. Bumper Pool is here. What's happening, Bumper? Nothing much. Enjoying a little time off. How y'all doing? We're doing great. We're very excited to have you. Um, I know you've got a big announcement coming up regarding your decision for next season. First, we want to congratulate you on a great season, closing it out with a big win over Penn State in the Outback Bowl. I think that was your first bowl game, right? Yes, first bowl game. Um, we were supposed to go last year, but COVID canceled it. And we thought we were going to have a scare this year, but we got to play and we were very excited about it. Well, you, you were especially excited. Let's take a look at this clip um, of you putting a hit on... Penn State quarterback Sean Clifford. Let's look at this. Now we could do this Madden style. Oh, oh. <laughs> look at you. Play, play one more time. We got to see this. We got to see. I'm mean, looking and classy too. You just walk away, right? No crazy right. dancing, nothing. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he does. He gets a little flex in there. He uh, lets yeah, him so. know. He's like, yo, I'm a beast in the weight room, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was that's that celebration set. Oh yeah. Broadcast. Was, oh goodness. That was you were up two touchdowns there, but I mean that put an exclamation point on it there. Totally. How exciting was that? It was awesome. The whole experience. Tampa's great. Um, we got to spend a week down there, so getting to enjoy the the Tampa life and you know practice in the morning when it's eighty degrees is a lot better than twenty like it was in Fayetteville. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Let's get to this game on Monday. You have a, a unique uh, you know perception here. Like you, well, first of all, one hundred twenty five tackles, top ten in the country, and then. You faced Georgia. You guys lost. We won't say the score. It was 37 nothing. And then Alabama was closer, 42-35. What's your prediction for the national championship? You know, in the playoff game, I was, you know, all Georgia. Um, I thought that they were just going to run the ball on them. But then again, it's Nick Saban. So, you know, he proves us all wrong time and time again. Mm -hmm. And so to, to pick against him would be tough. Um, but I think that Georgia's got a lot of, a lot of fight in them. And so I, I like Georgia in it. Yeah, I think we all do, ah. right? Do we? Did we all pick Georgia? We we could all have egg on our face come Tuesday morning, like, oh, of course, Saban with all this time yeah, to prepare. Saban did Saban. Yeah. I picked Alabama. Oh, you I'm, took Alabama, Mark. yeah, because Nick Saban's not. He's twenty five and one against assistant coaches. This is the second loss against the assistant coach going to happen in the same year. Like, yeah, that's, great that's, point. That's, great that's point. tough. That's a tough one. It's really tough. It's really tough. All right, Bumper. I, I know you're excited. A lot of people waiting on this announcement, especially in the great state of Arkansas. We don't want to keep them waiting any longer. I'm going to turn it over to you. Do you stay in Arkansas? Are you moving on to the pros? The um, It's been such a great process. Um, been very excited to 
been able to talk to a lot of good people, get a lot of good advice. And ultimately, you know, I'm going to come back this year um, to Arkansas. Whoa, all right. Uh, Look at that. (laughs) I'm very excited about it. I think that there's a, you know, a certain responsibility I have to continue the the legacy and the tradition that we set this year Um, with all the guys leaving. I just, I feel like this is the year that I can come back and, you know, continue that legacy. And um, we're excited to to go out next year and continue the the winning uh, streaks. Interesting. Well, that's great. Congratulations. I like that, guys. He's coming back. He's going to end up on the Cowboys either way. I don't care if it's next year, two years, three years from now. I mean, Sal, I'm just curious how much this NIL money you're dishing out where he's turning (laughs) down the NFL to go back to uh, Fayetteville. How about that? (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Well, we did give you hundreds of hundreds of dollars to um, be our NIL athlete. Is is this the kind of thing? Did that factor into your decision? Did you like, you know what? I saved that money. I could live off that. Going pro isn't as um, appealing as it used to be because I have these hundreds and hundreds of dollars from extra points. Was that a factor going in? I think maybe the uh, the future contract we got signing was going to do that. But I got you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Sheck, what do you think of this? I well, like uh, Marty Weiss just said, yeah. I mean, you, I guess you can really stretch a couple of bucks pretty far in Fayetteville. <laughs> I, I I haven't been down there, but you know what? I do hope it means selfishly as I you know think about our side of things. Maybe this opens the potential for an invite to Fayetteville for an SEC football game in 2022. We'd like to check that out. Absolutely. And watch, watch old uh, Bump and Company do. Is that cool to call you Bump going forward? Is that uh, what the friends call you? That's great. Yeah. No, it's it's what's cool. I I'll tell you this. I thought that maybe that the thing that would push you across to the pro side would be the announcement that they're getting rid of the Wonderlic test. Any, any, I mean, any consideration about like, there was that, you know, were, were you, you know, like, honestly, I didn't even, time? I didn't even know that they were getting away with the test. Uh, <laughs> we took, we took one, I guess a year ago, but we never got the results. So I really, really? don't know how I did on it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. There's more important tests, I guess, to be taking them in, in this uh, weird uh, year we've gone through here. Wow. So that's a great, uh, this is great. This is big news. I do want to know seriously, like what, what determined this? You, now, I'm, I guess you sat and talked, spoke to your parents. Did you take a look at? They have draft projections all over the place, and um, I think from what I saw, you were like fourth or fifth round. Is that what you saw uh, basically, or did you not even look at something like that? Yes, I was looking at um, some of the projections and whatnot, and you know, you can hear so many different things from different agents of where you're going and whatnot. Um, but yeah, we had a few um, mid round picks uh, projections or whatnot. But I just felt like if I came back, I would have a full year, um, especially under this defense, to continue my game, continue to build um, and get stronger. And I think that the more you you know, put on that strength and speed, you're ultimately the NFL will be there. Um, so just continue to you know, enjoy my time at Arkansas and with all the you know, amazing fans that we have. And hopefully we can continue this this thing we've started. Yeah. For sure. All is right. that the is that the buzz from the guys, the personnel guys, the scout guys? Are they saying like, "Hey, take an extra year, really hit the weight room"? Is that the thing? What what specifically are they telling you to work on? Yes, I think that you know they want to see you know improve speed, which is you know every player can work on. Um, strength will just come with another year in the um, off season program in college, and you know I've done it for four years, so you know the tape part of it. It's not necessarily something I need, you know, more of. But if you put better tape on film, that also that will help you, you know, go earlier and ultimately make more money. 
I think I hear what you're saying. You need to get bigger too. Like I can put you on a, a regimen too. You could definitely gain. Uh, you'll gain 20, 35 pounds by June if you want. Not like that, Sal. That's not. No? That's not the weight he wants to. I mean, yeah, he needs maybe some muscle. Not what well, weight kind of is weight. weight. You're talking about. I don't know. Just is it? I don't. Age, right? I guess I don't know either. Really. <laughs> Bumper, how many people? How many people were involved in you making this decision? Like ultimately, I imagine you were the person that had to. Not make us. Because- he didn't ask us. <laughs> I mean, not 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 a single one of us. We all got it. I got it wrong. But I'm just <laughs> curious. Like, how many people was it? Was it just you, mom, dad, or like how many? How, how was that? Just the kitchen table, or what? You know, I kept I kept the circle pretty tight with it um, because I really didn't I really didn't know what I wanted to do until here you know, late in the process. You know, I was still fifty fifty on if I wanted to go or not. But I think whenever you look at how much you know it can mean to stay for an entire program. You just feel like your impact could be greater for one more year by staying. And that's ultimately what I think was the, the biggest deciding factor was how much, you know, how much value can I bring uh, for an entire team uh, by staying? I bet it happened. You could say what you want. I bet it happened right when you lowered your shoulder into Sean Clifford's uh, sternum there. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> I want to do this to college kids for another year. Just embarrass people. Somewhere you know, in there? No? I mean, I, I think on, honestly, when I was in Tampa, I was like, you know, this isn't a bad place to live. Uh, maybe even skewed me <laughs> about wanting to leave. Really? Wait no. a minute. I think I just figured Tampa. That, no, that just flipped the switch for me. <laughs> you know what I think you just did? Bump, you saw what happened on Sunday with Antonio Brown, and you feel like you want to leave Fayetteville in style and do an Antonio Brown <laughs> no, on the, the complete, field for everybody. The complete opposite. Really? You don't want to do that. You're going to keep your clothes on? All that right, might hurt your draft stock if yes. you do that. I don't know, but it would be memorable. I do think it's cool. I really do, sincerely. I mean, I talk about all the time, like, you are going to be an icon for this era in Arkansas football, and you hear yeah. it anytime you tune into an Arkansas broadcast. It is about you to some degree. You get the the name check and how you are sort of the identity of the defense. Good for you to to live in that for another year of your life. That's uh, irreplaceable you so stuff much. That, that you for that you are the face kind of the name of uh, of Razorback football right now, which is a pretty cool thing. Good for you to not uh, run off a year too early and, and miss out on that good time. Yeah. Thank you. And you have an opportunity to become the leading tackler of Arkansas all time, right? How many do you need? Have you figured that out? I think I'm about 60 tackles away from, from oh, getting that. So that's oh, two, okay. game, two and a half games, three games. <laughs> get that whatever crumb bum team in that weird SEC second to last week, whatever directional school they schedule for you. You might get uh, 58, 60 tackles. And that By one, the way, but, I'm, I'm looking now, Shaq. They do have Cincinnati on the schedule. So oh, you're, you're, you're Bearcats. So interesting. That's right off the next top, season. Yeah. yeah, that's the so, opener. Wow. So, Bumper, Bumper, I got a question for you. Like Dave just said, you are kind of like, I don't want to say the face. Obviously, there's 11 players out there on defense, mm-hmm. but your name and the way you play obviously draws a lot of attraction to you. So you're kind of like the face of the Arkansas defense, right? So Sal's cousin Jimmy, he's got a ball game named after him, mm-hmm. and he's got a TV show named after him, you know, Jimmy Kimmel, if you're not familiar. <laughs> you got a racehorse named after you, which I found oh, yeah. out this morning. <laughs> Where does that rank in terms of things that are named after the following? Like, I think racehorse has got to be up there because racehorse is the only thing that you could really win. Mm-hmm. No, I uh, I agree. Obviously, it's nowhere close to Jimmy Kimmel, but it is cool <laughs> to uh, to have a horse named after you. Um, and you know, hopefully, I'll get out to to see him race sometime. Did you know about this bumper? The, the, um, I came in seventh in a field of twelve. New Year's Day, actually, the same day you were playing, you were um, putting Sean Clifford into the turf. <laughs> yes, my uh, 
my dad was sending it to me and then I had a few buddies send me like the link of it. But I didn't know anything about it until then. And I didn't know if the horse was going to be a good horse or not. So I was like, might as well just wait a little bit and see how this thing runs. <laughs> It'd be I funny mean, if that's how, how you decided. All right. If it finishes top six, I'll go pro. <laughs> if it's seven through 12, I stay at Arkansas. Marty, the guy, the guy has an entire sport named after him. You know, the billiards and everything. I mean, yeah, that's the, true. It's a yeah. little anticlimactic, a, a one, one dumb horse. Yeah, but, the horse will be gone. Um, your neck of the woods, SEC football. Um, any counsel since you get coached all the time, do you want to coach up the new coach of LSU a little bit on how to properly execute a Southern accent? Because oh, he, he struggled a little bit with his. Yeah, we'll just – we'll leave that one uh... – We'll leave that one alone, and then we'll uh, we'll take care of it next season. <laughs> you think he's got a shot? He, he he needs to put in a little work, right? Look, just tell Brian Kelly stay on the sidelines. Otherwise, Bumper might knock a Southern accent into him. Yeah, that's right. Sean <laughs> Clifford was probably down there eating crawfish after. That hit was very close <laughs> to the sideline. Have you spoken to your coach, Sam Pittman, yet? He must know now, right? Yes, I have. I actually was you know FaceTiming him this morning. He's okay. actually down at a, in Hot Springs, and mm-hmm. so he was just kind of – walking me through it and just saying, you know, hey, we all good and whatnot. But, yeah, he's very excited, and I think, you know, the Hog fans will be excited later today. Walk, you do. You you should walk through him through it. You say, this is what's going on. You want me to come back? I want my own bus. I want to <laughs> – on the bus, I want my horse, the horse named after me, to ride <laughs> beside me. You should know, ride yourself, yeah. I think. No, you got to ride. ride. Interesting. I see, yeah. <laughs> could be good, too. Well, that's great. Congratulations, Bumper. Uh, yeah, I'm excited, too. I think this is great. Like I said, I think you end up in Big D eventually. Uh, I'll talk to Jerry Jones. We had high hopes for you this year, but the Cowboys will be around in 2023, and uh, so will Perfect. Bumper. We'll do we here. want to very quickly? I don't know if you have it handy there, uh, Bumper, but do you have, a, like, a Cowboys hat or, like, an NFL logo hat like Rob Lowe wore a couple years ago in an <laughs> Arkansas hat, and you want to, like, do, like, I'm going to do this <laughs> and then go, or do something like that? Is that, yeah, what they, I, is that what they do in the stadium? Yeah, if I had, a, if I had my hat on me, I would. Who's behind you? Because that's what you should start with. Like, (laughs) I've weighed it both. I've weighed the pros and cons. Yes, I could make a lot of money. But, you know, do something like that. Maybe the uh, the start of our, our next episode. Yeah, I think Brian <laughs> Kelly uh, will maybe, maybe do that. Is that, um, uh, is that Amari Cooper behind you? Who is that? Uh, it's, uh, Miles Austin. Oh, Miles Austin. Oh, Miles Austin. Austin. Wow. Oh, yeah, I'm a 19. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. Well, Bumper, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. This is great. I think, as Dave said, the, the Extra Points crew is now going to have to make it to an Arkansas game next season. And coming back next year, we'd love to have you back. Congratulations. Go celebrate. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you all for letting me do it on here. You got it, buddy. All right. Bumper pool coming back. That was cool. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. I know we all thought he was going to leave, but, um, yeah, he's uh, he's coming back one more year. Not not great for a opposing quarterback, Shaq. I dig it, but you know what? I say it all the time, though, and that's what I said to Bumper. I just love the idea of, you know, uh, of course, the, a year of your life, um, another year of your life to be the BMOC, that's irreplaceable. Right. Even yep. if you are the, in the NFL and on a roster and yeah. living that dream, it's got to be a pretty cool singular thing to, I mean, certainly somehow I'll never know anything about like being everybody slapping you on the back and being <laughs> like, you're the man, go get him this weekend kind of thing. Yeah. That's a, 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 a good for him. Very cool. Thanks. Thanks again, Bumper. Yeah. Appreciate see y'all. It. All right, see ya. There he goes. All right. Well, all right. Anyone else have a big announcement they want to make? 
I, I don't have one, but I'm just thinking, as Dave said that just now, I did five years in college, and nobody patted me on the back for it at all. <laughs> really? You know, nobody, I pat you on the back. Yeah. People, people hit me on the back like, please leave. Put, you yeah, know, they would nobody, push me. Please yeah, get out of here. Nobody you're ruining the party. Ever. Girls don't want to hang out here if, if you're here. Please go. Spaghetti <laughs> yeah. is putting it up here. Arkansas home versus Cincinnati, Bama, LSU, and Old Miss, and a game versus AM at Jerry World. Oh, that's fun. All right. What about LSU? Are they, they in Baton Rouge? I thought uh, the one I want to see. Home against LSU. LSU. So maybe that's Well, that, I know, but he could, get us, he could get us into LSU, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bumper yeah. pool yeah. for goodness. Let's sakes. check it out. All right. Wow. A lot to digest there. Let's take a quick break and then we'll go over some NFL action. All right, guys, big show already. Bumper Pool announces he's staying. Not the horse, the actual uh, the 20-something-year-old player for Arkansas is going to break that record. The horse is going to decide later. <laughs> the horse has uh, not made up his mind. It's got some time. Uh, Antonio Brown, let's get into it. He's officially been released, I think. <laughs> It's craziness. It's really wild. And now it's come down to what like, you read his, I don't know what it was, a text or he put it, his lawyer said it or something like, wow, if that happened and Arians really made him play. And it's like, ah, that probably didn't happen. What are we talking about here? Then you hear Arians side of it. Um, either way, like I said, we, I think we're probably going to be have to be careful about how we treat this uh, delicate situation with Antonio Brown. We but, are. Oh, I don't we know. are or they I, are? I, I just think uh, in a few days it's going to be uh, – listen, I've done interviews and people have turned it around on me. Like, hey, let's have fun with this. And it's like, well, you know, there is a mental health component. I'm like, of course there is. I get it. But maybe this isn't the sport for him with or without the uh, – uh, God knows my family has mental health issues uh, throughout. But uh, we could still poke fun at um, a little bit of the absurdity. Right, Martin? Yeah, I, to me – He's on the field. Like, his mental health was was fine last week when he had 10 catches and, like, nobody had anything to say about, you know, mm. what he was doing. It's only when he does something that's absolutely absurd that, that – and, and, and if you look at the text messages and then you hear Bruce Arian's side of the story, it very much feels like neither side is really lying. It's just like Antonio yeah, Brown just didn't follow the standard protocol to like to say, "Hey, coach, I can't go." And then when our, you know, like there seems to be, I've mm-hmm. never played professional football, but as I can gather, it seems to be the player will tell his position coach or a trainer that he can't go, and then that message is then relayed to the head coach. Well, if Antonio Brown did not do that, then I don't, I, I don't know what that has. Like he's had to do that at every other level of football and every other game of football in which he couldn't play before. So I don't, I don't know what you know. Maybe I guess maybe he lost his mind in that moment. I don't. know. That's a tough one for me to swallow. I guess so. Shaq, this here's is an analogy. Well, here's here's yeah. an analogy for you. Is when we talked about it a couple few years ago, and I keep revisiting the theme of the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is there are a lot of wackadoos in the industry in, in the entertainment industry, but Ultimately, for all the looniness and the idiosyncratic behavior, do you show up and do your job well is kind of the theme of that movie. And the hippies are the bad guys because they're the flakes. They're the pretentious ones who don't actually do anything when it's game time, if you will. And um, that's what it comes down to with Antonio Brown. People will put up with the behavior in pro football, felonies or, you know, moral crimes or otherwise. People will tolerate all of it. As long as you show up, walking off the field without your shirt on or not taking the field when the coach tells you to. It is murky, though, 
the thing that is the red flag is the shot stuff was like on one side of the Tampa Bucks organization is part the same thing. The, the intersection in the Venn diagram of Tom Brady related um, locker room issues is Alex Guerrero. Oh, the Alex, Alex Guerrero, Guerrero stuff is great TB12, too. Well, yeah. the TB12 stuff, the fact that they like, you know, people pat Brady on the back versus Peyton Manning and like Peyton always demanded top dollar. Brady always gave the discount to the team, which made him an ultimate team guy. Of course, TB12 is to make good on that, either in mm. Foxborough or in Tampa. Go through this facility. So it really is like the the um, Goldilocks thing of like Alex Guerrero wants to burn sage over your injury to fix it. And then Bruce Arians allegedly is like, put the shot in him. Put 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 the juice in him. Put the right. put the stuff in that ankle. And like what, where is the truth? Somewhere in between, I yeah, guess. Yeah, and I think that's why around. Tom Brady's being so nice to him also. Yes. He, he realizes uh-huh. this Alex Guerrero thing. He doesn't want to make front page news. And I, I, that part of it, Martin, I believe that Antonio Brown shelled out near 100000 maybe more. And uh, this Alex Guerrero <laughs> didn't maybe um, do everything he was supposed to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Brady's got to uh, be I mean, on top sure. of that for sure. I mean, yeah. if you look at the other people, well, and, but in any event... All of that should have been figured out before game time. Like, yeah. whether, like, are you up? Are you playing, Antonio? Or are you not? That's right. All of all of that is immaterial to sure. what actually started at Sunday at one o'clock. And e- even if everything everyone's saying and Antonio Brown is saying is right, that's not the way to walk off the field for sure. Even if he's hundred percent right, uh, you, you can't uh, exit. Right, Marlon again. Marlon Brando mm-hmm. was wacky. But he would show up and he would deliver an all-star performance. Yeah. Antonio Brown, but like, you know, people I've, I've heard retroactive praise of Mike Tomlin. How did he put up with that for so many years mm. and stuff? And maybe there has been an ascent or descent for mm-hmm. Antonio Brown, um, you know, the, the way he comports himself over the last few years. But either way, you know, I, it is sort of like if you're the director of this movie, Bruce Arians or Tampa Bay Buccaneers, like, you you hired Marlon Brando uh-huh. to come onto your set here, and if you know oh, sure. to Marty's yeah. point, if he ain't if he ain't delivering when they say action, which apparently he wasn't, but this was it's weird because it also has to do with his incentives. You know that that's what it kind of is pointing to as well. Like Antonio Brown wasn't right. a, it wasn't enough for him based on his contract. Which is based on his past behavior. It's not he like we're not going to catch away. We're not guaranteeing you fifteen. Yeah. Right, we're not giving you fifteen million dollars on the on the hope that you um, comport yourself appropriately. It's like it was. We'll give you incentives if you hit these things, and so that, ironically, is what kind of caused the. Yeah. The divorce. The incentives like, I'm not weird. getting enough. I'm not going to hit my incentives. They're very strange, and we'll hear we learn about most of them after the fact, and we will with week uh, 26, whatever the hell this is. Um, like, oh my God, this guy gave one short. Can you believe Shanahan took him out and he needed one more sack or a half a sack? And Antonio Brown had some legitimate gripes about targets if he was missing out on a, a million dollars worth of pay, or he couldn't come back in. Uh, who, who knows what the no, story is? Either way, he doesn't yeah. have a legitimate gripe because he would have hit every single one of those incentives. 
If, if he had, if he had had a standard, even if he hadn't had a fake vaccine card, if he had just not, if he had just gone and unvaccinated, he would have been back from his ankle what pr- the week before, and he would have. If he had, had what you see how Brady is, as mm-hmm. soon as uh, as soon as Godwin and and Fournette and Evans got nicked, like he's forcing the ball to whoever he's going to force the ball to AB. Which is why the whole targets thing doesn't make any sense to me in the first place. It's, it's like, all weird. Sit down it's all and so shut weird. up. The, You're going to get the ball. The, the whole incentive thing is because what if he still needed three catches this week? And what if Tampa didn't need the game? And what if Brady's out? Then that would have been another complaint, right? Like, what? oh, no, we're sitting our starters. Sorry. No, you can't be any different, especially since you're week to week anyway. Uh, the incentive things is crazy. But anyway, I think he's going to the Hall of Fame. Shaq, you think he's going to the Hall of Fame. You discussed this at my, on minus three with, with Hench and Spaghetti yesterday. Martin, no, no question, right? Statistically, this is a Hall of Famer. There's no, and, and I love it, by the way, Shaq, that Hench, he gets all worked up about it. He's like, oh, his body of work is vastly greater than anybody else. Of course, his numbers are. And then he compares it to Julian Edelman. It's like, no, 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 this is. This is completely opposite. Your, your guy was never top 10 in receiving in a year. If you were, we're talking about numbers, um, unconquerable numbers. He, but. he couldn't help yeah. but throw yeah. to sprinkle in a little Julian Edelman there to yeah. distract the conversation. But Wouldn't be the same Marty, uh, do, do it in two. It's, it, the question is, is, uh, has two parts. One, will the residents of Mount Pius who cast these votes who previously held Terrell Owens out forever. And by the way, it also applies to Hub Arkish here too, because that's the simultaneous controversy in pro football Mm. off the field is the Hall of Fame. I mean, the uh, MVP voter announcing, I'm not going to vote for Aaron Rodgers because I don't like the, his stance on COVID. And I thought Mm. that was inappropriate. And so I'm going to hold that against him. And maybe Hub Arkish is wrong on that, but it is a longstanding tradition with these voters from Ted Williams in 41. He wasn't nice to me in the locker room, so I'm going to vote for Joe DiMaggio instead. Right. And, you know, holding guys out of the hall or not giving MVP votes yeah. and everything else. So I this think is, they'll make this, them sweat it the out. Standard. They'll make them sweat is, it out. But, is uh, he, one, yeah. going to get a gold jacket? And then, two, as a man of justice, do you give, if you had a vote, Marty Weiss, would Antonio Brown get your votes the first time his name comes up available? Of course, yeah. If... I th- I think that Antonio Brown definitely should be a Hall of Famer. Do I think he gets in? I don't know because especially after the T.O. thing, like, and I actually wrote this story about back uh, last summer about the Pro Football Hall of Fame voters. I, after talking to like, I was, you know, there's only what, 48 of them? I, think, I believe it was 48 or 46. After talking to like five, I don't think that Antonio Brown is going to be a first, second, or third ballot Hall of Fame. Hmm. Well, here's <laughs> what I'll say. I'll say but, if you are at all thinking of voting for him, you might want to make him sweat and, you know, go two round, two, three years, whatever. Don't do that. If you're ever going to vote for him, vote for him on the first ballot because he could do something unspeakable in those next two ballots. And then you're like, oh boy, now what do I do? This is the easiest. Not gonna, they just won't do it. But but this is the easiest. This decision is gonna be first time around, I think. But I, I just don't, because they're so like the thing is, okay, how much did he help his team win after he left Pittsburgh? Like I know he got a Super Bowl in Tampa, but how was he the? Was he a key cog of that Super Bowl run? Yeah, like that was, Tom Brady's no dummy. He he weighed the pros and cons. He wanted him on that team. You have to trust I mean, that he was a key cog, right? I mean, sure, but I just he all he wanted him on that team. But Tom, I mean, I just don't know. I don't know. Tom Brady wanted him. He wanted Gronk, but how much 
it, I don't know. I think you see, you see God. I mean, they had Gronk and AB for parts of this year without Godwin, and it just that offense wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like you know, without Evans, like AB and Gronk to going to Tampa, I feel like was a was much uh, much more hype than anything because they already had a really good offense. Jameis had thrown thirty touchdowns the year before. It's just if he had thrown thirty interceptions, and Tom Brady came and played better quarterback. But I just don't know how much. Once Antonio Brown started, after the Facebook Live, I think you can literally, not only his, his play didn't decline, but his team's success, I feel like, outside of Tampa, mm. didn't happen. And they, people just write that up to being like, oh, well, you know, the only time he ever got it right outside of Pittsburgh was with Tom Brady. Well, well I, I will say that you're right. Maybe that's when Antonio Brown it was like, we're gilding the lily here, ain't we, uh, TB? You know, though you have enough already, but as it sort of shaped up for this playoff run, Antonio Brown was going to be the central figure. And that's why they were so precious with him. And even in the days since Sunday, they've kind of, it's been like, we don't want this AB stink on us. Now, like to, uh, to Sal's point about the way Brady was being nice about it and Arians was, and they didn't release him. It's kind of like they knew he had some leverage on him, but also. Oh, for sure. Especially with Evans being out the day to day. and Right. But no Godwin and everything like this is not the, this is not the same, the, the premise of 2021 and into now these playoffs, which are nigh was like, boy, it's the same team that just won the Super Bowl. Who's going to beat them this time around? Well, now they're diminished and they really needed Antonio Brown, which brings up this question to you fellas. Where do we stand now on Tampa Bay making a playoff, a uh, Super Bowl run here with the old man? The, uh, how bad does this drop them for you? And is either one of you now willing to say, that's it? They, I mean, they, they, they can only take so much. They, the the Bucks are not going to survive the NFC playoff comp. Oh, I wouldn't I say that's it. I wouldn't say that's it. I'll, I'll, I, I do think the Packers are... You know, I'll, I'll continue to say if any team is upset in these playoffs, I won't be uh, hugely surprised unless it's the Packers in their first game, which will be a second round game because he just has so much <coughs> control over his offense. But uh, now you can't say that's it for Tampa. Right, Martin? What do you think? No, I, I said that was it for Tampa when they lost to the Saints nine yeah. to nothing. Like I, yeah, and then everybody got hurt, and I'm saying, like, you know, Godwin's gone, and, and Fournette's got a hamstring, and hamstrings, they don't get better after, you know, and trying to play through it. Like, and then I just, yeah, I, I didn't think Tampa was going to make the Super Bowl this year anyway, but after, mm-hmm. and then at, they were, they almost, they should have lost to the Jets last week. Like, they, they, I think they've just been overvalued all year. And I get it's because it's Tom Brady, and it's a stupid place to be to be over here talking about how Tom Brady's. Well, that's the point. Are you really right. are you really willing to go against uh, Sauron after this much evidence after twenty years of watching? But him it's do, also really like say this, it's over now. But this is a team that was like depending on Richard Sherman to play major minutes in the defensive backfield, like that, like in twenty twenty one, like that, that that's been all year with Tampa. I never I never thought that Tampa was. Don't get like a three six. What? The, so who's the six? Will be. Um, they should. Well, it's. I mean, six, if it's the then Niners, they go, then they go to the Rams. I mean, those are winnable games. Uh, you, you can't count them out just yet. I'm definitely not. They, their their run last year was um was more improbable, I think, than what's set up in front of them this year. I get it. They're. Uh, I mean, I think even odds wise, you would say it. But let's have some fun with this. You know, I reached out to the Riverboat Casino. That captain, he's a big fan of ours on Extra Points. He likes to bet on everything. And he says, let's say Antonio Brown does make the Hall of Fame. 
what antics can we expect during his Hall of Fame induction speech? And he actually put odds on this. Will he be shirtless while making the speech? Will he be, do it from a cryo chamber? Three to one odds. Uh, shirtless is two to one odds. Parachute in. Seven to one odds. That'll be fun. His girlfriend licks his uh, Hall of Fame bust. Wow. Ten to one odds. Or the field at even. All right, check. What do you think? Well, I'm hoping that he I'm hope I'd like to see him do the reverse of what he did on Sunday. He went topless there. I'd like him to go Winnie the Pooh with his gold Hmm. jacket, you know, like come out gold jacket, (laughs) bottomless, though. You know, like that's. uh, Oh, you know, interesting. Interesting. Corky pig style. So you're going field even. That's what I got for you. Hall of Fame. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, make sure we go with a wide podium. Um, I'm going. Uh, yeah. I'm taking the field as well because this is what's going to happen. He's going to have his bust out there, and he's not going to come out. They're going to take the bust. They take the, uh, the what is that called? The, the sheet, I guess. The sheet off of the bust. I don't mm-hmm. know if it has a special name. They'll take that off, and it, the bust will have three different hairstyles. But Antonio won't be there, and all of a sudden you'll hear in the crowd a murmur. Get your phone. Get your phone. Because Antonio Brown is going to be on Instagram Live giving his holiday. Oh, speech. he does it on Instagram Live. That's uh, interesting. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I think it'd be fun if uh, who knows who it would be. Then that's the, the next conversation. But I'd like I could see him just having interacted with him a few times. Like whoever says hello to him, he stops and will interact with whoever that mm. person is. I'd like for him to spot some people in the crowd and just start calling them up on there. Hey, come on up here. Come on, just in the middle of his speech. Yeah. I like, like the Instagram. Big Ben, come on, let's make peace. Come on up here. Join me, big man. <laughs> Martin, he'd have to do it from a more uh, disrespect, as, as disrespectful location. Like, like he'd have to Instagram live from an Applebee's or something to show show how <laughs> oh. little it means. To <laughs> it would be like it would definitely be like a beach bar. Like yeah, like a right. bar, like a like like a bar, some bar, like with the, like he's drinking out of a coconut. You can yeah. see the waves behind him. Yeah, that type of thing. A paid integration. Yeah, <laughs> I think he, I'm going field. Also, I think he's high on ayahuasca. He has Bruce Arians voodoo dolls all over his neck, and he's got the <laughs> toilet woman uh, licking all these voodoo dolls while he makes a, a hilarious acceptance speech. I look. Don't put it to past him. Bruce Arians to be there with him. <laughs> hey, right. brother. Hey, wait, 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 that's uh, that's water under the bridge five six years ago now. Like I'm hanging out with my guy Antonio. You know here. that's a good thing that you have to decide who brings you up, right? Who introduces you? I wonder who who, <laughs> who is he going to go with? Oh, I hope it's a toilet looking woman. That'd be. Terrific. I just can't wait for uh, 25 years from now or 20 years from now when whatever podcast, whatever the new podcast is, when mm-hmm. we hear the A B to B A because they've made up and they're now like trying to cash in right. on the drama that happened 20 years ago. Like you know, uh, the last t-shirts. dance. It's a good idea. A-B-B-A, ABBA. We well, stumbled hey, onto that on minus three. Let's Take a sh- chance on me. Shop.extrapoints.com. We'll get that shirt going. All right, let's talk football games actually this weekend uh, of importance. This one, as far as we know, when it kicks off, it'll be important. The Ravens- I was going to say, are we sure that there are games that – matter I think besides the Saints, like maybe one the Saints are the only team that has to win right uh everybody yes. else is uh playing for positioning right like the 49ers won't have to win if the Saints win but anyway well the Ravens, the, and uh, uh, right not on the AFC side I mean well, you, the Chargers Raiders are no nah, that's true I'm sorry well that I, I also we'll get to that but that those teams might not have to win either but yes you're right that's uh <laughs> right now but uh Baltimore, four-and-a-half-point favorite. It was six, 41 the over-under against Pittsburgh. 
I am going with the Ravens here. I feel like the Steelers left it all on the field Monday night. Uh, that's a lot of emotion for a good team to overcome, and I don't believe, sorry, Shaq, plug your ears, I don't think they're a good team. Um, I think this is one last hurrah for the Ravens offense. Lamar Jackson makes a, an effort to start. The Ravens' defense was frisky last week. You saw what they did to uh, Matt Stafford. They kept it close throughout, and I think this is an ugly game, another one where the Ravens have a tough time getting to 20 points, but I think it'll be enough to win 19-13. What do you say, Shaq? Well, are we sure Lamar Jackson, you uh, do we have sure. news? No. no, it sounds like he's not going to play, and I don't right. think that's the worst thing in the world um, if you're looking to throw the ball. Um, Huntley's been a little bit better in, in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I agree with what you're saying about the Steelers left it all out there. I, I really do think that if the NFL's moving games around, they should have either pushed the Steelers Ravens back or moved the Colts Jags to Saturday because it really sets up a weird thing. What if you get to the second half and the Jags improbably, I mean, we laugh about it, but you know, the Jags did beat the bills. Um, I'm and- not laughing about it. I'm not, I, I am terrified <laughs> of this potential scenario. Mark doesn't like that. I outlined earlier yeah. in the week. Well, it's a bad look, I, you know, and unsatisfying and funny and all those things uh, rolled into one. If like, what if Trevor Lawrence, I mean, it's not impossible that Carson Wentz would throw a bad interception and be like, the Jags are winning the game right now. Like, wait, what there, how much time's left? There's like late third quarter. Like what is going to be happening in charm city at the same time as their scoreboard watching there. Um, when you have the Ravens backup QB and, COVID and injury and all the rest of it on both sides. This is going to be a weird Baltimore-Pittsburgh game. Um, but we, we've ascribed it already in our in our hearts and minds. Like, ah, it doesn't count, so who cares? We, we have Roethlisberger at a celebration. The things got sideways with Lamar Jackson and the running backs all season long, and that's it for this season. Let's just play it out. But, man, if the Jags are somehow winning that game, yeah, the, the, the emotionally, physically, and otherwise, like, are these teams going to be like, Oh Jesus Christ! Ratchet it up, boys. We Let's go here. Hey, out. Roethlisberger, we know right. we, we you know how we took you out after the first couple series there. Like we we need you back in there, Hall of Famer. Go get him, kid. Oh, you know it really could be that way. If they need him back in there, then they got worse problems. All right, we'll make a pick, Shaq. <laughs> we get we get the analysis. We get what's <laughs> I'm going on. I'm just telling you, that's a, I know. a legit of course, thing. Of course. No pick. All right, we'll go to Martin. I'll take the Ravens. I guess. <laughs> I, what do I? I mean, I, I I can't tell who's playing. If you look at the for real, look at the injury report and the COVID I stuff. Know. Like it's hard to even say who's going to be out. Doesn't look like Deontay Johnson's going to be out there. So really, how are the Steelers going to win this game? Right. All right, Martin. What do you like? Yeah, I nothing about this game, but this mm. is just I, but the Ravens. If I had to pick a side, under probably also as well because I don't. I just Pittsburgh. That, that that third quarter funeral last Sunday or Monday night, you know, it's like you very much buried a man who was alive as he had one game left. Like, I understand yeah. that it was the last home game. But uh, it wasn't it was beautiful last. stuff. And, you know, I'm not I'm not saying that it wasn't. I'm not saying that it wasn't. And I'm glad that you had your moment. It did seem like the last game. and uh, <laughs> But it was yeah, very yeah. preemptive or, because it was, you know, it wasn't the last one. So I, I do want to say take Baltimore. Because mm-hmm. I think that Pittsburgh last game was last week. 
Fair enough. Um, that was a little preseason wager, though, that the Steelers would finish second and the Ravens would finish third. So there is that hash yet to be settled um, if you made that specific prop bet. Um, but I do I do have to say, because it's been a lot of like easy jokes at Big Ben and the Steelers that, from Pittsburgh. It's not just you, Sal, or Kevin Hench or otherwise. Mm. Eight, seven, and one for this team that we've all watched for the last four months that is plainly not a good team. Is eight seven and one? You gotta tip your hat. I don't understand the Scrooges and the curmudgeons and the cynics in Pittsburgh who are calling for Mike Tomlin's head. I it's just great. Think, what no, nobody, nobody should call for his head, but the, the division in general was lackluster. It just was because. You're, but they're five. The but they're going to go five hundred. I, I know, but it, but it wasn't a team. Great. Yeah, but you would have thought for sure this team had two, maybe three playoff teams going at this this division. And uh, and as it turned out, um, only one quarterback like <laughs> looked like he wanted to play uh, the last five games. So I, I don't know. Well, I just it's I, just I hard to it's well, hard to maintain success. And in when you're down years, when the sta- when you perpetuate the standard is the standard, you great. become the yeah. victim of that standard. But at, take the thirty thousand foot view, everybody. It's amazing. 18 years they haven't 18 had a losing season in this sport is this, crazy. This year also, in general, I won't had, say was the greatest. That, that, that's say, what I'll say. 18 the years North could have had two playoff teams as well if the Ravens could uh, convert two two-point conversions. And yeah, the they also would have been under 500. Yeah, they also won some so games like, they should have won. To, like, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot goes on. But, if uh, seven doesn't go down uh, before the Detroit game and they win, they, that, they, they you definitely have lose that game. That's a guaranteed <laughs> loss if he does not. If he plays all right, I am going to attempt as I always do to move <laughs> off the Steelers twenty five minutes into the discussion, but uh, because we have a bunch more games to uh, go over, Rams four point favorite, forty four and a half over San Francisco. Somehow Shanahan and the 49ers have won five in a row against the Rams. It's pretty crazy. Um, I like the Rams here. I, th- I don't think it's close. I think it's like a 30 to 13 game. Uh, Stafford makes his mistakes in the beginning. He's not been good. I know he has five interceptions in the last two games, maybe six turnovers, but he gets it out of the way early after his two picks last week, completed 15 straight passes. And by the way, I watched that Trey Lance and I was screaming bloody murder because I know they beat the Texan, uh, the Texan, they beat him handily, but, uh, he, that guy did not look good last week, and I don't know if going against this Rams defense helps him out at all. Four, uh, Rams are 4-1 and one against spread in the last five overall and 5-2 and two in the last seven division games. 30-13, to 13, Martin. What do you think? I like the Rams to win, but I think it's going to be a close game. Mm. Uh, there's something weird that happens when Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay link up. Like even and then Shanahan as a, as a, as an underdog, his numbers like Shanahan is a short favorite. You don't want to bet on him. Shanahan is a short underdog. That's that's your sweet spot right there. So I'm thinking that uh, I think that the Rams are going to win this game. But San Francisco covers. I think San Francisco is going to be able to run the ball on the Rams. I think that's why they'll be able to keep it. Close. Really? But I do think I, I, how the Rams going to score. Not say how they're going to score three points. I could easily see it happening. The way Stafford's been playing. I would think the defense is going to have to score a touchdown for them. To I think they the might. I like this defense, January defense, in the last five games, fifth in opponents' points per game, 16, uh, third in tackles for losses. Von Miller's three sacks in the last three games. I think they're stepping it up. I think it hardly matters what Stafford does because he'll be better than Trey Lance. What do you think, Shaq? 
I think it's funny that Sal invokes, he can't help himself uh, to invoke when he talks defensive touchdowns and everything else, 30 to 13, a tip of the cap to his last um, oh, Dallas Cowboys edition right. that won a Super Bowl. They Good beat call. the Bills 30 to 13 in Atlanta. Um I was think, that our last Super Bowl win? Did you you completely block out the? Yeah, uh, I did. You did. Uh, I did. The I did a race. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. All screw right. that one was no good. Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. Second to last one. You're right. Yeah. The last one with uh, with Jimmy and Jer still as pals and everybody right as rain. Right. Um, I, I I will uh, ride with Marty here too. It's it's you know the talk about the standard is the standard. The standard is that Shanahan owns McVay. Why is that going to change here, especially? I, I completely, uh, you know, obviously the Rams going into the playoffs and they have so much. It's it's a story with, you know, Antonio Brown shirtless and these teams battling it out and what, who's going to. But we've kind of lost sight of the Rams must win this year and the pressure on them to win because they have leveraged their future for right now. And so. Matthew Stafford is central to that. They got to get him rolling here heading into the playoffs Mm. or, I mean, um, but there's so much pressure on them. Um, I think it's too much for them to make a deep January into February run. We'll see with that. But the Niners have more imminent concerns, which is if we lose, we may well not even make it. I think Trey Lance is better than he was last week. He's a kid who needs reps. Um, and, uh, he gives them a higher ceiling. Ultimately, I will take the Niners to make. Do we play. even know if it could be Jimmy G and the bum uh, and the bum thumb going forward? Right? They haven't named the quarterback yet, have they? It's Friday morning. The bum thumb. I thought that's what Urban bum Meyer thumb. named his thumb. <laughs> the, the bum, bum thumb. thumb. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's. I don't think they've announced the starter yet. I don't know. I just. Uh, I, I know Stafford's been struggling, but. Um, and by the way, they could scoreboard watch, right? This goes on the same time as the Saints game. And if the Falcons are ahead, um, you know, maybe Shanahan calls off all the dogs, right? That's a possibility. We have to consider uh, scoreboard watching here. Same thing in Arizona in the desert, six and a half point favorite, 48 the over under against Seattle. Um, I, I, I know it was against the Lions, uh, Martin's Lions. He had 50 points, uh, Seattle. I, I like what Russ was doing. I like what the offense is doing. They, you know, Seattle, they go back and forth in this series. I think Seattle's won four of the last seven. Arizona doesn't do it for me at home. Again, they may not have a lot to play for if they look up and the Rams are winning by a good margin. In that case, I always like the division underdog. I'm taking Seattle. Martin, what do you like? I disagree in saying the Cardinals don't have a lot to play for. I know they don't have a lot to – like the standings don't necessarily matter, but that team has had one good game after a stretch of like four bad ones. I think they want to come out here and have a good first half and make sure that uh, that they really play well. And, and uh, I think that they want to feel better going into the playoffs than they do. I would lean Arizona, but I like over 48. Because you're right, Seattle Seahawks did hang 50 the last time out. And I think he, like even if – Arizona does have a level of scoreboard watching. Mm-hmm. Colt McCoy is still proven this season, at least, that he was able to move the ball with that offense. All right. Shaq, what do you like? You taking the points? or? I, I feel like a lot of it has to do with not so much what the Cardinals are doing, but what's going on in the emotional um, headspace of Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll and everybody else. Russ seems to be indicating now, as you would expect them to do, they're like, hey, I want to be a winner and I want to be here. 
with the 12s and all that kind of stuff. If that's sincere and they feel good about the future, then maybe they'd look to build on something. If there is a divorce imminent, you know, three minutes after this game, then it's hard to imagine them showing up and putting a, a good effort into this this last go round as this era in Seattle fades away. If that's where it's going, it's I I but I'm not a mind reader with what they're where they are. I'll take the Cardinals. They're the better football team who wants mm-hmm. to be, to Marty's point to be looking good as they on, on a little two game win streak as they head into the postseason. All right, and now the big one. Chargers and Raiders, the Chargers that uh, all year you love them, Shaq. I've been back in the Raiders. I mean, what just all good things are happening to the Raiders. How can you not like them in this game? No, they're uh, their year. catching three. This is their year. Really clean, squeaky clean. Uh, 49 and a half. It's in Las Vegas. You know, we talked about that uh, unlikely event if the Jaguars were to beat the Colts, even though they kind of own the Colts over the last few years but if they were to beat the Colts it would it would show the wrinkle is that the Chargers and Raiders could take a knee every down and end up with a tie and they would both advance that would not be good for the steel you'd be screaming Shaq you would not like that too much uh well I think it would be funny I think it would be funny because of course they couldn't forfeit it because if you forfeit it by the rules that the NFLPA signed off on you would they wouldn't get paid. So they would have to go out there mm-hmm. and then willfully not score on each other, which would be hysterical to watch. And with and, backups, they could do it, right? You, they could be with players <laughs> we've never be, heard of before. I think it would be a singularly funny thing to watch. And I, I think it, it would we be would a always, disgusting crime against football. That's what I think it would be. What an F you it would be to Goodell and to the extra week and everything else. And I mean, they, they screwed themselves a little, the NFL. There's no way to predict these things. But this was the only game that absolutely mattered, right? You could say Arizona Rams, but then, um, you know, then the Saints could have lost and made, you know, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you could say uh, San Francisco Niners, Rams. Right. Yeah, Niners Rams. But then the Saints could have lost and then forcing the 49ers to play back up. So this was exactly the only game that they could have put on Sunday night. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys saw a stand. Well, the, the way you could do it that would be ridiculous in it by its own right would be to have made the Colts game the last game because then there would be some intrigue. Like, okay, well, we know the result in Charm City, and so yeah. if they lose – the Colts lose, here's the team, and then you do the cutaways to either the Ravens or the Steelers throughout that game, and then it's compelling on yeah, that level. Well, you got 20 minutes of compelling, probably. I mean, right. they're, they're exactly. not putting a 16-point thing. Uh, but Staley came on. Coach Staley for the Chargers went on with Rich Eisen. I don't know if you saw it. And it was brought up to him about the, will you? could you play for the tie if that happened? And he said, he said what, Shaq? What do you think he said? He said he wouldn't do it. Oh, I mean, you, but, you, you saw it already. Yeah, I just yeah, wanted yeah. more specifics. He has too much, too much respect for, and for the integrity of the game and the shield of the <laughs> NFL and all that. Okay, uh, so that's what he said. But beautiful. there is a middle ground where they don't play the starters, right? <laughs> there is definitely a middle ground somewhere in there where they don't make this game as uh, exciting as uh, for everybody else as the league wants it to be. I'm taking the Raiders. Wait a second, but why would they play the backups though? Just for our fun, you mean? Well, if it doesn't mean it, I'm saying if the Jaguars were to win that Colts game, that, that's the only reason this uh, I'm talking about this. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, if the Jaguars won and you didn't need to win the game, you would at least rest your starters. That would be the responsible thing that 10, 12, 14 other teams are doing on Sunday during early in the week, you know, right? So, um, but anyway, Raiders. Okay, I'm I'm up to speed. I'd see these. This is what I love this time of year, but you're better at math than I am. No, it's all. Yeah, right. They right. It's all stupid because you know what? The league is not going to let the Jaguars win because of this exact thing. I told you, you're going to see, you you didn't like the penalty calls before. You're going to see just the slightest touch of Carson Wentz's jersey, and it's going to be plus 15 yards. um, I'll extend that logic, though, what the league wants. You think the league doesn't want either Lamar Jackson or Big Ben Roethlisberger in the playoffs if they can get it? Of course they would like it. I think they want this Sunday night thing. I mean, Lamar Jackson, you don't even know, you don't know, like you said, from week to week if he's playing. By the way, it's his birthday today you want to guess how old who lamar, lamar jackson, jackson is 23 no nah, 23 24 26 34 years old no he's 25 <laughs> he's right 25. right in between what you guys say yeah, yeah. Uh, uh and he's and also not going to play on sunday at the risk of bringing the steelers up again he's not going to play on sunday is he not oh you just don't think so or are they announced no it's no it's came out that it's not, oh, just not gonna play. i think you know the the other reason legitimately i i do think that there is physical attrition as you may have noticed um on these guys who get hit i i really would be like hey can we get this uh colts jags result before we play a game because we could sit our young guys and not have them get sure. the crap kicked out of them needlessly if if uh Speaking of physical attrition and to get back to the topic at hand, I think the Las Vegas Raiders have just have had too much. They've literally lost so many people between people that just got released from the team and injuries. And just I know that Waller is coming back and Derek Carr has had that's play. huge. That's huge. If he could play 80 percent with Darren Waller, it is. But I just this the Chargers this is a Chargers team, I feel like. You know, I don't know, maybe I drank too much of Shex Kool-Aid early in the year because I agree with them on the Chargers and dis- uh, disagree with them on the Panthers. And those were the two that I feel like you were really out on the, on, on your limo on. And the Chargers, I I just like – I'm here for it. I, Justin Herbert needs to be a – Justin Herbert's a playoff quarterback. He If Justin Herbert's the guy that I think he is, he goes out there, he wins this game. And if they win this game, they'll win it by more than three. Wow. All right, I'm going. Go, you, you, of course, you agree. You liked them all year. You liked them I, to win the the division. I and, admire what Derek Carr's held together there with tape and otherwise with tape and uh, and grit mm-hmm. um, in what should have been a you know an abject loser of a season based on all the off the field crap that the Raiders have had to deal with. But yes, I will take the Chargers. Um, one of the two or three best quarterbacks or most compelling storylines going into the postseason here. And it's a nightmare for the chiefs. If that's right, they do not want to catch those chargers in, in the wild card round. <clears throat> All right. I think people are going through their pools they're going through analysis and just give putting a check Mark by the chargers. And I'm not even sure they're better. And defensively, I know they're not better. Last three for the Raiders, uh, 16, 15.7, points per game they allow 28.6 percent on third down they win it with their defense just like they did the last three and let's not forget the Chargers 32nd in the league against the run just as Josh Jacobs is revving back up like I said Darren Waller looks like he's going to play which is great news for Derek Carr Shaq you mentioned another underrated year for him Chargers two and six against the spread in their last eight versus AFC opponents I think it's another Daniel Carlson clutch field. I think Goodell gets mm. what he wants with a big 
uh, big uh, ending uh, as time expires field goal, and then uh, then the Raiders go out there and get crushed by the Chiefs. Well, that's that's that, right. That's I'm sure Goodell is happy if you get the, the Vegas Raiders in there, one of the great brands in pro football, but for <laughs> the for the quality of wild card round matchup, you Charge can't do Chiefs better than Herbert. Three. Oh, I'm man, surprised at you, Shaq. I'm surprised at you. You're all three. about you're all about January football and running the ball and stopping the run, and you're going against the Rams who have been doing a great job uh, running the ball uh, or against the run, and you're going against the Chiefs. Uh, the sorry, I'll get these teams right. The Raiders who have done the same, and the Chargers can't play any defense with the worst run defense. Surprised at you. This is not January. I'm adaptable. I'm, a, I'm adaptable. I don't reside in 1978, assuming that the only way to win is playoff football and run the ball 35 times a game. Obviously, you got to be able to make plays in the air in the 21st century. And I, I that is a major. The problem is, is if you can't stop the run yes. in January, you can really get ground into dust. But and that's, that's exactly what, what you're facing this game. I mean, I don't. I, don't I would the say Raiders, the worst team in the league against the run is the team that has problems stopping the run. I agree. I don't. I, I don't. Josh Jacobs has gone over seventy-five yards three times this year. Three times. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't He's fear that better. that's going to be the undoing of these Chargers and the, and the Chiefs ain't built to do that. That I baked that in, Sal. Baked it in to my calculations <laughs> of why right. I think the Chargers still have a great shot of going to the Super Bowl. They just what they what they need wow. to avoid. They, I mean, what you don't want theoretically is Derrick Henry. That's what would do. Eventually, they'll find, uh, go up. Uh, by the way, they have Colts. Made not household name running backs look good against them for sure. So um, well, they'll have to ahead, make Mark. the playoffs first. So that's yeah. gonna, it's going to be tough to win. The Super I like the Raiders. We've already decided, Marty. We already decided. They're going. We're not I like the Raiders a lot. Our pup of the week, Sheck and I won. Martin, you lost. Who did you have? Did you take Detroit again? Who'd you have? Uh, you I did. Here? You did. Okay. I'm just sick. It's all Ben Roethlisberger's fault because I should have an extra win on picking the Lions at the Pup of the Week. <laughs> what a homer. Uh, I'm going Atlanta. Be- I'm going Atlanta plus 176, uh, Martin, against your team. I know they suck. They can't hold a lead. They can't get a lead. But they were frisky against the Bills. They had a two-point lead late in the third. They played the Saints tough last time. They matched up. I know the Saints needed to get in. Falcons playing for nothing. I don't know. There's talk about this could be Matt Ryan's last game. Who knows? Or last game as a Falcon. This could get a little, little emotional, a little melancholy. Saints three and six overall in their last nine. I don't love them that much to to win this coin flip game against the Falcons in a plus one seventy six. They are my pup of the week. What do you think of that, Martin? I think that's incorrect. <laughs> I think that's okay. incorrect. Uh, well, by the way, one that- of these play teams that has to win is going to lose, right? So who you guys are you say you guys are saying? It's the Rams because I haven't heard anybody pick an upset here. No, I think, well, my biggest upset of the week, it's not my pup of the week, but I think the Jets have a really good shot to win outright. Mm. They would have won outright last week. if I think if Antonio Brown never left the sideline, I think they would have beat the Bucs. Do it. Make it your pup like of the it. week. I that's like a, that. That's a monster number. If you could pull the trigger on it, do it. What do you I, get? I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going to bet it. I got it at 8-1 to one earlier in the week. Uh, but my pub of the week uh, coming from the fired coaches bowl, Matt Nagy versus Mike Zimmer and the Chicago bears are going to win outright. That and went up to one plus one ninety eight. Interesting. Who's their QB Foles? Yeah, it's not fields. Fields is out with COVID, right? Dalton. No, this is not Andy Dalton. I think it is Dalton. I think oh, it is. Dalton. Yeah. Okay. We, we play yeah, this game. But cousins my, uh, is back, yeah. right? 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I hate that game. I, I, I hate falling in love with the Bears, and I've done it a few times. But all right, against Minnesota, plus you're getting two to one on uh, two teams that are out of it. Um, that's not bad. All right, Shaq, your pup of the week. Well, the Niners count at plus 172. Sure. I do think that they're, I do think they win that one. I love any uh, update to the Bengals Browns rivalry, if that's what we call this thing. The two teams that wear orange hats owed to the fact that the Cleveland Browns were created by Paul Brown and then Art Modell bought them. This is decades before. He takes the Cleveland Browns and moves them to Baltimore and renames them the Ravens, but he leaves the name Browns behind. But then it's uh, basically the Houston Texans, but called the Cleveland Browns that their fans root for as though the real Cleveland Browns didn't win two Super Bowls in Baltimore over the last quarter century. And in the meantime, Art Modell, before he did that dastardly deed, bought (laughs) bought the team from Cleveland Browns. And then fired Paul Brown. He's like, you can't fire me. The team's named after me. He's like, you're out anyway. He's like, I'll show you, Paul Brown did. Mm. And so he took and he started another team in the same state. And he made the uniforms look as much like the Cleveland Browns as he possibly could. And now these two teams are going to rage wage war once again. I think the Bengals are a really fun pick here at plus 215. But my official pick <laughs> is the Miami <laughs> Dolphins Christ. at plus 220. Plus yeah. 220 over the Patriots. They're, uh, I don't they're mind that. getting six points. Yeah, I don't mind that. But I think that the Dolphins, I mean, unless you're scoreboard watching as Belichick and you're looking up and like, wait, the Jets are, are up two touchdowns. Yeah. There's no reason for them to wait. Uh, let me even confirm. No, you'll know the Patriots-Dolphins result before uh, before the Bills take the field. So, No, you uh, won't. No, no, no. No, it's, no you'll know. Oh, no, you're saying no, you'll, unless. I see, right, yeah. the opposite. I'm taking the Dolphins. Listen, they, they struggle down there generally. Flores has been a nice matchup here and there against his uh, his mentor and all that. I'll take the Dolphins with something to play for. At least yeah. uh, their QB has something to play well, for. I mean, honestly, if the Dolphins beat the Patriots twice this week, that's uh, this year, that'll be a rough, uh, rough one. But, yeah, you're right. They could be staring at a, an automatic five seed. I saw the Patriots could get the one seed if uh, all hell breaks loose. But uh, I don't think – it will. All right. College football. Yes, the championship is here Monday to celebrate FanDuel Sportsbook. Hooking new customers up with 30 to 1 enhanced odds on either team to win. That means you bet $5, you win 150 on either Georgia or Alabama. Simple and easy to use app. Great new offers every day. Safe and secure. Best in class customer service when you win. FanDuel will pay your winnings in as little as two hours. If you already have a FanDuel Sportsbook account, Fandle's hooking all customers up with 50 bucks when you refer a friend. Plus, your friend will get $50. I have friends in New York who have friends who are penniless, and they would love this $50. Do that because New York goes live tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Bet you get 30 to 1 odds on either team that win in New York or anywhere else, Georgia against Alabama, or you refer a friend and you get $50. So many fun things being thrown at you by Fandle. <clears throat> Look, I'm losing my voice. So excited. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app or head to sportsbook.fanduel.com. Sign up using promo code extra points so they know that we send you 30 to 1 odds on either team to win. I have to say, Martin, <clears throat> with all these big spreads and everything, if you need, if you took Bama plus 13 on a teaser, my God, and then like made that with uh, the Colts just to win and the Bills, if you don't like the Bills, the Bills just to win, or the, the Bucks just to win. There's so many monster favorites out there. <clears throat> you add 10 points to Bama and take 10 points off that. Have you considered that at all? 
Uh, now nah, because I just I, the only reason I have it though is because I don't I can't I hate waiting day in day out for different like I want to get right. I want when I go to sleep I want to know if I won I lost for the day really see I like taking the Chiefs over Denver just money line and then put, putting it together with three or four like all right I got my freebie going into Sunday but you don't like that Marty um, Weiss is the early bird don't forget Sal that's, that's what he, he likes that there are advantages and disadvantages to right. doing it that way but he is I, I think on the in the black. Um, over the course of football season, playing it that way. I think so. I'm still sticking with Georgia here. I know it's gone to three. They say it could go to three and a half. You know, they had the 10 nothing lead on Bama. Things could have been different, and it, they just obviously have to get to Bryce Young. They have to figure out what LSU did to him. I know LSU lost, but they pressured him. They had like nine unblocked pressures, and Auburn had seven sacks on Bryce Young. It's got to be a little more than just the pressure. It's possible to get to him, and I think – Georgia wins. Check. Uh, you're going Georgia too. Martin's the one who's going Alabama, right? Oh, yeah. I'm going Georgia. Yeah, I uh, I don't put too much into watching Georgia dominate Michigan. What Michigan mm-hmm. wanted to do was was grind you. They have no ability to throw it over your head. Bryce Young obviously has that, but you've taken away his favorite target in Mechie in the last time Georgia and Bama played. I don't think the the narrative that the, the Georgia can't get over and they're plagued by this Bama curse or whatever, you know, the, the, the history of these two teams playing big games. I don't think that impacts 20 year olds. I don't think they give a crap about anything like that. I think they have a chip on their shoulder that we should have beaten Bama a couple of weeks ago. I think they do get it this time. Mm-hmm. I think Georgia is your national champion. All right. And uh, Martin sticking with Bama, probably not stupid. Yeah, Probably Alabama's going to win the national title. Yeah. Nick Saban, I said, I think I said it Wednesday. He doesn't lose a quarterback's name Stetson Bennett. Like that, that's not the type of quarterback. What does that, that mean? Why? Because he loses to guys like Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson, and, mm-hmm. and guys who are the number one overall pick in the draft. Their first round picks are like guys who are generational talents at quarterback. He's not losing to guys who are Stetson Bennett the fourth. What could also happen though is, fellas, don't forget we saw the the circle began. When Tua replaced Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. at halftime or roundabout and rallied the tide in that one three, four years ago, they could they do have the option Georgia does to throw JT Daniels and uh, kind of bring yeah. in a relief pitcher if things ain't going right with, uh, I with think the Bennett's starting okay. pitcher. I think he'll get it done. And Martin, you know, I hate to put this this way, but, you know, how many light years better is Alabama than Michigan? I mean, you got no, embarrassed. No. No, this and this is ridiculous, right? This is, I, I fucking hate this. Every year that no, Jim Harbaugh. The only year that you didn't hear Jim Harbaugh was going to the NFL was last year because they literally were two and four. Uh-huh. Now every now this, there's literally no rules in college football right now. You can go buy whatever you want. Texas A and M has like spending hundreds of billions of dollars on their recruiting class. Michigan State has an entire NIL program. Michigan has none of that. The only thing you hear about Michigan paying or what the Michigan players are doing is Blake Corum giving out fucking turkeys on Thanksgiving. Wow. He's a college student in the first place. He shouldn't have to give his NIL money to people like that. Why is the university sponsoring? But in any damn way, how is the university with the biggest endowment in the country not spending millions of dollars to make their football team competitive after what they saw on 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 on, on, was it competitive like you just saw no because the sec is so much better i'm keep trying to tell you guys sal all year all 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 my life all my life as a michigan fan all you've heard is you know we got the academic we can't compete Mm. with the sec they got this there's no more rules you can buy whatever you want 
Right. Like, that's what I'm saying. I don't understand how there is, like, where is the billion? Like, Dan Gilbert is financing. Dan Gilbert, who owns the, like, the city of Detroit, Quicken Loans, is financing Mel Tucker's contract. Where is the guy financing the, the quarterback at Michigan? Where you're is that? Third, where is you, that you, guy? you act like you came in fifth in the conference. You just lost to a vastly better team. That's all. No, but I, what I'm saying, we are, <clears throat> Michigan is never going to get back to this place. unless like They're just going to get passed up unless mm. they take advantage of what's happening right now. Right. And, I don't and it's enough about the Steelers. Hard. It's enough about the Steelers. <laughs> but let me just say this. Um... It's Jim Harbaugh is not going to be your problem for much longer, right? Do we agree with that? Where there's smoke? I mean, th- that You're going to that, the NFL. It's not that the NFL side is saying like, yeah, we're mm. interested in Coach Harbaugh. It's when you start here, both sides have interest, right? In these reports, what that, an I mean, asshole! I, I'm just what a jerk. When he should bounce? I mean, if he's ever gonna it, bounce, right? It, it this absolutely is makes the most sense. To, it absolutely makes the most sense for him to bounce because he's never going to get back to this place. But he should be pounding the table, saying, "I don't understand. I'm in the playoff. Let's look at all like not the obviously not Cincinnati, but look at all the top ten teams and how much they're paying for their players. And look, we could do it legally now." Yeah. For Michigan. I feel so bad for the University of Michigan. How do they do it? How can we we should really sing songs about them staying competitive against teams that have adva- programs that have built in advantages? What are you talking about? I, I don't understand where that was going. Like <laughs> I don't I don't Wait, you, you want you want boosters to you want what are you talking yes, about? Michigan, yes, is, yes, Mi- yes. Michigan is a blue blood program. I think they have plenty of advantages <laughs> going their way. I, I also think Martin Harbaugh, if he thought Michigan could do what you're suggesting, he would stick around. But there is a difference between how these SEC guys do it and how everybody else in the world does it. And that's how you get the bumper pools of the world to stick around another year. No, I don't know. I don't know. I, well, I I don't, I don't, USC seems to be doing fine doing it. Like, I, yeah. I, I just, I, well, you know, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Who's their coach going to be, Marty Weiss? Who do you hope they get? Whoever is willing to turn on the faucet. I think Juwan Howard would do great. Let Juwan do both, right? (laughs) Sure, why not? Yeah, a little nice presence there on the the football. Ishimanga, Bianca Batuka. Oh, yeah, Bianca Batuka is great. But Spaghetti, you wanted to – you you had said something here. What, What do you think about this final game? Well, I just made fun of Martin's pick about why Alabama's going to win because they only beat uh, good quarterbacks, but they did lose to Texas A&M's quarterback who did transfer just to Auburn. And don't forget, they almost did lose to Auburn uh, and Bo Nix. And LSU! Yes, if you're looking at a a macro view of the season, Alabama Mm -hmm. had a lot of close calls. Uh, Georgia, I mean, week one versus Clemson, who we thought was going to be a good team, but they stifled Clemson's offense and I just, I still think that SEC, uh, Matt, the first game of, of this championship when they, they play each other, they knew they were in the, the final four. They weren't really playing their all. Um, and I think Alabama comes in here injured. If they just stop Will Anderson, I think Georgia will, will skate on by to a, a, a rather comfortable uh, win here. I mean, it's absolutely comes down to your analysis comes down to whether you're, you're going to weigh heavily the first 13 weeks of the season or the SEC championship game. So if you're, if it's, if it's the former, you're going to take, Georgia, if it's a ladder, you're taking. I think no. I think Spaghetti's right. I think that the you know I advocated for Cincinnati, of, you know, for for years or for one of those kind of teams, mm-hmm. undefeated uh, non-power five teams, to put them in there. But you know, the imminent concern if you're on that side of things is one of the big boy teams will just truck you physically, and that's exactly what Bama mm-hmm. did to them. That doesn't transfer to playing Georgia 
who is built to do exactly what they did to Michigan, which is just stop you from running. Bryce Young's got to win it with his right arm, and he doesn't have his favorite target. That's why it it adds up to Georgia. Babyface, what do you think about this? Martin's very upset here. Listen, the only uh, title game that matters is get to it. Dave versus Harry versus Eddie. Yeah. The only championship. I do want to talk about that. We're entering week 18. Now we'll continue this through the playoffs for best record. But if you go to, uh, you'll you'll see, we'll put the graphic out. Boy, I had a week for like, uh, I had a lead for like 13 weeks. It was insurmountable. And I've uh, really, really shit the bed. Um, Jim Harbaugh and Michigan style semifinals uh, the last few weeks. And now it's gotten to a point where Harry, is like 35 games over 500. Um, only two ahead of Shaq, who's only two ahead of Spaghetti, right? And everybody in the world is rooting for Spaghetti here, Shaq. That, what, what, wait, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take the Twitter. Check it out. Everybody's got, got Martin's got to Take the Extra up. Points podcast. I'm also actively on Team Spaghetti. Eddie, <laughs> let's go, Eddie. I mean, yeah, let's go, Eddie. Well, Eddie. here's the... Eddie ain't covering four, ain't making up four games. Eddie knows now. He knows the seven games we picked seven. He knows what to go against with you, right? There's a little bit of an advantage here, although you guys discuss the games too on on minus three. So he could kind of flip-flop with the games he needs to. Um, It's interesting. Oh, 88% rooting for Eddie, according to Adam Schefter. Thank you, Joel. That's interesting. (laughs) I didn't know that. I don't know. That's not reporting. (laughs) That's subjective thought from Schefter, and I'm not going to stand for it. That's not his role. By the way, I I do want to say I'm very proud of everybody on the Extra Point staff. I brought this up a couple weeks ago, and there's like, what, 15, 12, 14 of us? Everybody except TJ Hushmanzada, the guy who put pads on. Turns out the guy knows shit about football. No, everybody's over 500. TJ's only a game under. We could have the entire staff be at 500 or more. After 18 weeks, a spectacular job, spectacular job by everybody. And I want to commend you uh, there. But this is a good race. We're excited. Good how luck far to back you, are Shay. you now? Uh, I'm Sal? way back. I don't know what I mean, happened. How far, though? I, I think you like have no a, shot, huh? I think I'm like nine or 11 games back or something. I don't know. Jesus, you really out. did fall apart down the stretch. Yeah, really. I had a nice uh, nice little lead there. I do want to mention the Extra Points Power Hour. The, the three of us did it a few weeks ago. We took 1000 fake dollars. We bet in that 3.30 to 4.30 Eastern time window. Um, and Martin ended up winning by breaking even. Am I right? Martin, yeah. I did. <laughs> you didn't have Zach, to say a word for the power hour. You could you could have won. You could have taken a power nap during the power hour, and you Zach still Wilson ended up winning. not scoring uh, the last touchdown against the Saints to put to cover this the live bet that I took. Right, uh, it st- uh, still makes me sick. So we live bet. I'm doing it with the trifecta this week, three thirty to four thirty. Check that out on all the uh, extra point handles: Twitter, Twitch. Um, what's the other one? YouTube. We'll be doing it. Harry already ruined it. He's like, can we bet college basketball too? I would just I would just wanna I just wanna strangle him when he asks a question like that. Right? Joel, will you Do talk I to at least him? Am, are people at least rooting for me to beat Harry? I mean it's I think it's a black mark on all yeah, of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you need to win this. Yeah. I'm rooting for Harry. I'm done. <laughs> I'm like Harry Harry gets just so much uh, flack from everyone. I think I have a soft spot for Harry. So I don't I want Harry that. to win. I think yeah. it's also tough to <laughs> overcome that. But you know what? I am pretty proud of myself. I work in the shadows. I don't get the. You know, I don't have the star power of Dave and Harry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in the background, but you know what? I watch my ball. I make the right picks, and I'm, I'm glad that I have the support of the Good public. Good for you, Spaghetti. Good for I you. I will say this. I watch my, my ball. My, my win play show of who I'd like to win this thing would yeah. have to go. Eddie, 
and then Harry. Wow, Shaq. You and don't even Dave. get you don't even get a respect. Well, it's funny because we were talking about it on minus three. There, there's a there's a thing. Most people are kind of front runners in life, mm. like from a distance. They like you know, it's not a coincidence that whoever the dominant team, whoever sport is, the kids vibe to that team for the rest of their lives. Mm. And they're like, oh, why are you a Bulls fan in 2021? I grew up watching Jordan. Um but there is also the other side of that is like the spaghettis of the world hate Sidney Crosby for his greatness. That's what, you know, that's what, that's what this comes down to. You, you guys are resentful of my greatness in, in this particular endeavor and you want to see me fall. Okay. That's fine. Is that what it is? Martin, if that's what it is, just admit it. No, I just like the just, Rangers will fall come spring yeah. to the mighty. This Penguins. is just, this is just the version of, of, you know mm-hmm. what you have to tell yourself in the mirror to hype yourself up to get through the day. I wow. feel you, Dave. Like it's like this is like, and it is a Friday. It's like you've dealt with a lot of people. <clears throat> it's all right. It's the weekend now. You can shut down, and relax, and, and just all right. be about. You're right. I may have the Friday. 19. You don't know. Look at me. This could be my last act, and you're rooting no, against no, me. No, no, no. Well, if that's the case, I hope you at least tie Harry. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, it is Friday. <laughs> Let's get the hell out of here. What a action-packed hour, 20 minutes, whatever this was. Uh, I do want to go over our futures draft pick uh, next time because, Shaq, you're looking good and Martin's looking good in that as well. You can check out the results uh, at extrapoints.com slash draft. But I want to thank Bumper Pool. I don't know, but Martin, maybe you should have convinced him to join the uh, transfer portal and go to Michigan while you were here. You didn't say a word. No, man, I want him to have professional I want him to have. I want him to have NFL success. Be in oh, a place that's going. You know what? Also, I want him a place that's going to compensate him fairly for his actions right now. Well, that's, everybody that's hates bad. their own team, don't they? Ultimately, yeah, that you never hear more truth and more acid. Not about rivals, but about your own team from people who are fans. Well, of maybe if maybe if the if the rival of if the rival wasn't showing. Just exactly like the blueprint of how to go ahead and just get players from wherever right. in the country, then maybe maybe I would hate the rival a little bit less. Right. Good news, you got team. good news. You're gonna have a new head coach in a matter of days or weeks. Look uh, forward to that. Good. Uh, let's just pray it's Urban Meyer. All right, uh, we will be back uh, <laughs> mid next week. There's no Monday night game to check uh, to go halftime. Oh, yeah. Uh, Are we? Will we do Monday this. night updates on uh, wild card round? Playoff? Yeah, of course. Of course. We'll figure it out. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll jump in on a Saturday or something next week, too. But, uh, all right, there you go. Reminder to everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. 